All right. So, the Flash, the mess, the the messy almost end of the old DC universe. We but, could have held hands during this movie. What? Why? You sat next to me, dude. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I wasn't quite sure where you were going with that. We watched it together. We did watch it together. We watched it yeah. in IMAX, no less. That was cool. That was an interesting experience. It was an interesting experience. You know um, what I learned from that experience? What's that? You want to have the IMAX. What makes IMAX so special is it takes up 80% of your field of vision. Takes up a lot. It was big. It was big. That's what she said. Um, eh, probably not. Um, yeah. Boy, what happens in this movie? So this movie is an adaptation of the Flashpoint story where Barry yeah, Allen story. Yeah. goes back in time, prevents his mom from dying, fucks up the whole universe, and then has to fix it. Ugh. And that's basically what happens in this movie. This sounds a lot like Spider-Man. Sounds a lot like Spider-Man. Um, but this is a this is a classic, this is a classic mm. Flash story. You know the thing that, right, the one thing that was a little different for this, and I know we're just gonna hop all over the place here. There was like a, a rule for this multiverse where it like, it, it if you change something in the future, it will then change things in the past. It's not a divergent rope. It'll it'll track backwards and change things backwards. Right. There's like a trajectory to time. If you change the trajectory, it changes in both directions, the future and the past. Right. Which is interesting. Um, I think it's I think that's mostly a cheat to get like Michael Keaton into the movie and stuff like that in a way <laughs> that like it wouldn't really make sense because Bruce Wayne was born before the events that Barry changed. Right. Um, but who cares? Like it's it got them where they needed to get to. Out of the gate, dude. Would you have seen this movie if Michael Keaton was not in it? Zero percent chance. Yep, same. Good <laughs> move, DC. That was the only thing I cared about in this movie. I mean, I, I, so I, I kind of liked The Flash insofar as like you know I've watched not all of it, but most of the WB TV show. Mm, um, I've seen none of it, and you know I thought it was a pretty good take on The Flash. It's a pretty good character, mm-hmm. um, and but I don't really like this version of the flash at all. Oh, really? Um, yeah, I, I think he's, I think he, he leans into the goofiness of Barry too much. And he's like too quirk. <laughs> like his character is too quirky by a half. Like if he just dialed it down a little bit, it would go a long way. I don't even know where to start. I want to. I want to piggyback off that comment and, and like immediately. I think I made this comment when we left the theater that night. Is that um, Newberry? I don't know. Youngberry, the 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 teenage Barry. Yeah, he was like Jar Jar Binks in this movie. He was really fucking annoying. Every time he spoke, it was like groan worthy. He was really annoying and like. Again, like yeah, too much by a half. It was like he he was designed to be annoying, right? Because he annoys older Barry, and like that's his role. But again, like you're not eleven though. Like come on, too yeah, exactly. Too much mustard on it. Like they right. just took it too far, right? Um, and actually, the funny thing is, like I liked older Barry interacting with younger Barry more because he fucking like toned it way down mm-hmm. and was and and wasn't nearly as quirky as he is like at the beginning of the movie, for instance, when he's got the quirkiness really dialed up and it's like, Ugh, come Barry on. was very serious in this movie. Yeah, he was. Uh, that part, I mean, that aspect of it I liked. 
It's but, a weird movie, right? Did you did we talk about this before? I can't remember if we talked about it on the show where it got good reviews from critics, but the audience score was really low. And I, I can't can, figure out what the fuck the critics saw. Part of me can. Like there are things there are things that I can understand. Like the like the Kara storyline of her like I can see critics liking that. Um because it is, it's kind of a, it's, what's interesting about it is her storyline is dark, but not in a like Snyder verse way of being dark. Um, it's dark insofar as like she is not a dark and brooding character, but she has gone through dark circumstances. And the movie is like the, her little arc that she gets is her like overcoming that. And trying to be a hero, I mean, ultimately still failing, but trying to be a hero despite that. Um, that aspect I could see people liking because it's like, oh, like that's what that's one way you can make a dark superhero movie, right? Instead of oh, just having all the that. characters be dour and fucking, you know, brooding all the yeah. time. Well, she didn't know. All she knows is she's gotten the shit kicked out of her for years. She didn't know yeah. that she should trust these humans. She was great. She was great. I thought it, I. I I didn't like. I didn't love the fact that she initially is like just doomed to be a, like destined to be a failure. Um, I I wish they had. I wish there was a way that they they got the message across that like that world was going to die or whatever that that world is going to be destroyed, no matter what. And but it seemed to be tied to like well, Kara has to die. Um, mm-hmm. And I wish there was a way that like she. Like, I mean, ultimately, if the world gets destroyed, she does fail. But I wish there was a way that she could have had some success instead of Mm -hmm. just, like, kind of getting the shit kicked out of her over and over again. This is probably hopping to the end, but I really thought this was, like, the opportunity for DC to reboot. And and my impression going into this was they were basically gutting the cast and putting a new one in. And I thought she'd be the new Superman, essentially. You thought she'd stick around? You thought she'd survive the movie? Yeah. I mean, she, they could still bring her back. It's a multiverse movie. Like, she could be Kara Zor-El in whatever the new rebooted universe is called. Mm-hmm. Do you think? Okay, so let's talk, let's. I know, I know, we're jumping to the end, but let's talk about the end because I have a couple. I have several questions. The first <laughs> question is this: What do you think? Do you think this was always the original ending of the movie, or do you think they changed it once they knew they were giving up on the Snyderverse? Because, and the reason I ask while you're thinking about it, the reason that I ask this is Barry basically doesn't make it back to his original universe and they have completely changed who Bruce Wayne is. Kind of for a gag. But then, like, what do you do? Like, if the Snyderverse kept going, what would you do? It was a good gag, but, like, what would you keep doing? Like, how could you make another movie in that universe after that? Like, Would you actually have George Clooney be Batman going forward? Yeah, basically. That would be wild. Everything is the same. Everything was, well, I think this is We your don't chance. know. Yeah. No. This is your chance to make another movie. He could always hop out of that multiverse and into another one, right? I mean, the original the original notion of Flashpoint is that he should he can but he won't because he's learned his lesson that that just makes everything worse. Right. Um, I mean, they could undo that. Like it's a movie, they can do whatever they want, but mm-hmm. maybe that's what they would do, but like Ultimately, like, do you think it, the idea was just strand him over there and let's call it a day? 
I thought, I thought, I, I don't know what the original idea was. Like, would I, I think the original idea was that he would be back and that my understanding is they reshot that with George Clooney like late. Hmm. Um, and I wonder if, um, I, I do wonder if that was supposed to be like, did they shoot an original version of that with Ben Affleck when they thought the Snyderverse was going to keep going? Hmm. Um, and they were like, well, we know we're not making any more of these. Fuck it. Let's throw George Clooney in there and, you know, drive everybody crazy, which I'm all for. Like, yeah, let's do something wild. Um, but I do wonder. So the, so, okay. So my next question then is, is there going to be any kind of bridge to the new universe from the Snyderverse, or are they just going to say fuck it all? They could have, if 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 this wasn't the opportunity to do it and take it, and they didn't. Uh, what's the point? I guess, I, but I I think it's a control alt delete. It could be, but then like, why in the world? So there's one more. Well, there's, there's, there's one more Snyderverse movie, movie, right? right. There's one more Snyderverse movie, right? Who the fuck is going to go see that movie, knowing it's a dead end? It really just, wants to see Momo with the shirt off. Ugh. Yeah, I guess. Um, I feel like that movie's going to bomb. Oh yeah, but I feel like all Aquaman movies bomb. Have you have you made it through an Aquaman movie? Um, I saw the first one. It definitely fell asleep at some point. Right. Um, but it was on TV when I was in the same room. Does that ten count? minutes? I made it ten minutes in, and I love Jason Momo. And I'm like, I just can't do this. This is really bad. Yeah, it was not. It was. It was. It was not good. It got pretty. It got pretty incoherent pretty quickly. It made me think, and I don't know if this is the case, but it made me think like, hmm, I don't know if Momoa can carry a film by himself. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I don't know either, um, and that's not only based on the Aquaman movies, but I also saw. Maybe we'll talk about it in an upcoming episode. But I saw Fast X. Oh, really? Where he is the bad guy in this movie, in that mm. movie. And he's supposed to carry that movie. And I don't, I don't know if he could carry a carry a, like he's got what he's good at. And I'm not sure, you know, leading is man is. A, in your opinion, what is he good at? He is really good at, you know, he is he is the ultimate like frat boy jock like sidekick. Hmm. Um, and and everything that I've seen him in, where I've liked him the most, like that's what he's been. Like he's he's a really good second banana for lack of a better word and boy is he a good banana um that's where i think he's really good at all right i think you might be right yeah and he was perfect in game of thrones because he didn't speak yeah well that i didn't see but yeah i mean he, he spoke dothraki whatever so there you go did you you haven't seen um his other show c on apple I've, tv I have not. I did see a movie he was in recently. It was like a kid's movie, and that was super cute, and he was good in that. He was in a kid's movie? Yeah. It was like... Uh... By the way, we're talking a lot about the actor who only appears in the post credit sequence of this movie. <laughs> it didn't even dawn on me. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about um, Michael Keaton. Yeah. Michael Keaton's awesome. Do you like the way they introduced him? Um, I kind of like the way they introduced him. Like... It was a little bit like, man, they're working hard to not show you his face because but we all know who he is. Oh, oh I was just thinking because he's too old to like plausibly oh, really? be doing any of this shit. So, okay, I mean, that was the what he's doing. He never did like fight scenes 
<laughs> you know, I really like this in the original Batman, and now he's like fucking doing ninja kung fu shit. I really hate it though. When I really hate it when the trailer of a movie gives away something, and then the movie yeah. goes out of the way to hide it from you. It's like, right. I, like you said, everybody knows seen. what this is. Like, right. there's no reason to have this secret big reveal. Like, we, we everybody knew, knows what's coming as soon as they show up at Wayne Manor. Um, Not only that, like the best lines they give away in the trailer. Yes, for sure. Um, but I thought he did a really good job playing like a grizzled older Batman. Um, and yeah, I thought I, 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 I really liked him in, in, in the role. Like even like when, even when he suits up and they go to rescue Kara, um, mm-hmm. like his physicality was, you know, it was like, it was like old man physicality. Like he was clearly like an older guy who, you know, was in shape and could do stuff, but like well, he was older. Um, and he was wearing hockey pads. He was wearing hockey pads. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I think in the movie he's playing younger than he actually is. Um, I don't think he's meant to be quite that old. Um, Cause he's like, Michael Keaton is what? Like he's like 70, right? Don't forget he was a bad guy in one of the Spider-Man movies. Right, in the first in the first um Tom Holland one. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, was it the first one? I don't remember. Yeah, yeah. it was the first one. Mm-hmm. Even even that movie's probably 10 years old. Yeah. Maybe more. Um I liked his old Batmobile coming back and his old Batplane and all of his gadgets. They were great. And the old Batcave kind of like shot for shot was like the same where does he get all those wonderful toys the set was great it just it just yeah like i i'm not sure he's i don't think he's supposed to be exactly the same batman from the tim burton movies like i don't think i don't think the movie's saying we took gotham city from the from those 80s movies and destroyed it um but i think he like i think he's a similar batman to that um and yeah it's like when they show up from from when they show up in Wayne Manor to like, you know, through all that stuff at the back of like you feel like you're in a Tim Burton movie. How do you think Tim Burton feels about that? I never even really thought about this. How they just kind of some of these movies with the multiverse, they're just basically yanking the hard work of a director from 10, 20 years before and being like, Whoop, I'm taking that whole set. Or in this case, forty years before. Yeah, whatever, right? I mean, I, I think it, I don't think he cares, honestly. Um, I really don't, um, which is fine. Like ultimately, um, like I could, I could see, like, I could see, you know, there are things you do and then you like, you do them and you move on. And I think it, like, I think if you're a director, you kind of understand like how these things kind of go. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, you're like the things that come later don't detract from the things that come before. So. I really liked, I mean, I'm going to hop around a little bit here too, but like I liked how they showed all the different versions of Batman and Superman in the, in the multiverse. Yeah. I, I, I did a lot of that. I liked, I was expecting a few more like, okay, yes, there's a Nicholas Cage Easter egg, um, which they hang a giant lampshade on uh, like oh, three different. They kept going back to it. I was like, Oh, that was awesome. And then I was like, Oh, we're, we're back here. Oh, oh, we're back here again. Like, hmm. I, I was expecting a couple. Well, I was expecting we couldn't get a Cavill in here, or uh, or uh, you know, what's his name, Brandon? Brandon Ralph. Ralph. Like we 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 can't get one. Or, or like there was no Christian Bale. You know, 
No, um, there was no Christian Bale. There was no nods to the what they call the Arrowverse, which is the the TV DC universe that's been on. Right. Um, which I was kind of <laughs> expecting to see that version of the Flash in there know. somewhere. I'll tell you this. So spoilers for <laughs> spoilers for the Flash TV show. They do Crisis on Infinite Earth um, as a huge crossover. Do a really good job, by the way. Mm. Um, it's better than this, this. It's better than this movie. Um, but one of the things that happens is the Flash of that TV show encounters the Ezra Miller Flash in a scene. Oh, really? Yeah, he, they show up. Um, Ezra and they have, Miller's in it. Yeah, for like a minute. Like he's got like a one minute scene. Wow. Um, where they're like talking to each other. And he's like, and they're like, oh man, you have this like this weird, like he's got the old metal suit from the first Justice League movie and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have like a quick conversation. So that's cool. Yeah, they've done crossovers like that before. Hmm. Um, so I was hope I was hoping to see that, which yeah, we didn't get to see. We didn't get to see Bale's <laughs> Batman at all. Um, I guess now we know why we didn't get to see the Clooney Batman, but um, yeah, it was cool. Um, it's also the thing that was one of the things that was weird about it is this is a movie that's so hung up on Superman, even though Superman's not in the movie. Mm-hmm. Like they spend a lot of time talking about it, and then they find Kara um, instead of Clark. Or the but bad guy Zod, right? The bad guy is Zod, and like you said, like in the whatever the universe colliding scene, like it's Superman and Batman that you see everywhere. Right, uh, which I thought was interesting. Like the movie's really hung up on Superman. There's not a lot of footage out there, unless you're pulling a TV show of the Flash. There's just not a lot of movies or versions of the Flash in movies. Come on, man, pull out John Wesley's ship from the '90s. Remember the '90s Flash <laughs> with the yes, velvet I suit? Did. I love that show. What did yeah. you think about his um, <laughs> spray-painted um, Batman suit where he chopped the ears off? Um. I thought that was cute. I like that part. I thought it was cute. The part that slayed me was when they're flying in the ship to beat Zod mm-hmm. and younger Barry in his converted bat suit tries to turn his head and it's like just a squeak of rubber <laughs> and the whole thing like contorts. <laughs> and I was like, that's hilarious. Yeah. That's really funny. Little, little, like whoever did that little bit of writing. Yeah. That was amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah I like, I, I, I like that. Um, I thought the I thought the fight like the whole scene at the end was not that interesting. Like, it was weird that like again this is like a flash movie, but like, the flash at the end is just on crowd control. Um, like yeah. that's that's his job in the last movie is to like make way for Kara and Batman to do all the fighting. Like, I guess, but that felt weird. Mm-hmm. Um, like they almost they they basically fight like the nameless, faceless Kryptonians the whole time. Right. Um, I thought I thought we saw a lot more Michael Shannon than I thought we were going to. Yeah, I thought we were going to get next to nothing of him, and he was in it a lot. There was a lot more Michael Keaton than I was expecting. I thought he was going to be like a brief cameo with in and just, out. just the lines, really, right? Yeah. No, yeah, he was. I mean, he was there a lot too. He was in the movie. All right, so let's talk about. Let's talk about the thing I one of the things I like the least about this, which is the time travel and the actual like visual visual nature of time ask, travel. What did you think about this? This I run so fast and I end up in a glowing gold ball. So 
really dumb. Um, Is that the way they do it in the comic books? No. There's something, there's basically in the comic books, there's something called the Speed Force, which is where the Flash gets his power from. And if you run fast enough, you can run into the Speed Force. And if you're in the Speed Force, you can run out at any point. Hmm. Um, And that's basically what they do. Um, And this one, maybe that's what's happening, but like the visual effect of him being in a ball, uh, like a, a, a ball of energy, running in what like looks like the bottom of an amphitheater of like all these waves of cartoonish like people um like going past him as he's going backwards or forwards in time like it just it, you don't it like didn't, the visual i don't i don't like the visual and my god like especially at the end of the movie they spent so much time in there mm-hmm. that it just got ridiculous i guess you knew the story you knew that it was him no, I didn't know th- that the creature in there was him. No, I didn't know that. Um, that's something that, to my knowledge, I've never seen before that they mm-hmm. invented for this movie. I thought so, it was pretty obvious. I thought it was. Um, you can, if in some stories, if you change the past, there are creatures that come out of the speed force and try to fix the past, like because mm. you fucked up. And I thought that's what that was. Mm. Um, I didn't think it was. Very like crystallized, like very like again. Like if they wanted that to be him, like they could have shown that like that was a byproduct of traveling through time, not him getting like constantly injured with with these like with Kryptonian crystals and somehow like right. his body's just never healing, but it's not killing him either. Like it seems to have very little effect on him other than like crystal dandruff that he's got going on or something. Like I didn't, it didn't make any eat? sense. Yeah, I don't know. Like, he's clearly gotten older. Right. That's my thought was, I just thought he was just old as fuck. Yeah, but he's got all that crystal shit on him. Sure. So you can't, rec- I mean, it's so you can't recognize him. But, right. like, I, I, I don't know. It just, like, again, that didn't, that didn't super work for me. What I thought was going to happen was younger Barry was just going to become a bad guy. Um, and I thought he was going to become like, I don't know, like reverse flash or like one of the famous bad guys of the flash. And I thought mm-hmm. he was going to survive the movie mm-hmm. and like with the notion that he would eventually like the movie's not going to get made, but that he would have been like, you know, the bad guy in the next movie or something. I thought that's what they were setting up. Huh? Yeah, I didn't think about that at all. Yeah. I didn't think they were setting it up the way, the way they did that felt, I don't know. So what do you think happens here? What what is your take? Uh, as far as what? Well, we kind of started asking like, how are they going to transition? And then we went and talked about Jason oh, yeah. Momoa for forty minutes. I, I am, st- I kind of, I'm starting to agree with you. I thought this movie was going to do that. I thought this yeah. movie was basically going to be like, well, we destroyed the universe. What happens next? We don't know. And I thought it was going to be like a Barry has to reboot reboot the universe or something like that. And he does, and then we don't see what happens after that. And I thought that was going to lead into James the Gun. new, the James Gunn, the Gunniverse <clears throat> from the Snyderverse. Um, but that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. So I kind of agree with you that Aquaman's going to come out, and then nothing's going to come out for a year or two, and then it's just going to be new movies with no explanation. And if they want to pull it in later, they always can. James Gunn do the Peacemaker. Did he do the TV show? Yeah. I don't know what his involvement with the show is. He did the Suicide Squad movie, though. He did the Suicide Squad, yeah. 
not the first movie, Suicide Squad. Yeah. I wonder if he brings Peacemaker back or if he's just rebooting all that stuff. Peacemaker was so good. I would be surprised if he keeps any of it, to be honest. At least initially. Again, the way the DC multiverse works, they could always bring this stuff in if they wanted to. Right. Um, like, it would not surprise me if we see Ben Affleck as Batman again at some point. Or, like, I think I think they burned Henry Cavill bad enough that he's not going to come back no matter what they mm. do. But, um, it, you know, and Ezra Miller is probably too problematic to have them back. But... Um, I can't see him coming back. Yeah. Um, oh, you know what we missed? It was kind of the, this was, I'm going to guess, this was the goodbye to Wonder Woman too. Oh, yeah. I don't think we're going to see Gal Gadot again. I think that was that, right? Yeah. I, that was a cute scene though with the, with, the, with the lasso of truth. That was a cute scene. Again, that's the, like, that's the version, like, that scene, I think, proves that like there, there's a couple of scenes that prove that like Ben Affleck can actually pull this off mm-hmm. and like that was one of those scenes that proves mm-hmm. he could pull this off it was it was a cute scene and I like their little like I like his like mega crush on her and like yeah he's just like you're so hot I don't yeah. even know how to control myself and, and I like his little rant about how it's like I, I really just have parental issues if I really wanted to like solve crime I donate all my money and cure poverty and stuff like that and it's like <laughs> it's, it's really it's really good it was good the worst bat suit, bat suit ever, the one that they put him in in the beginning. But yeah, again, someone I thought was going to show up for one scene and ended up being in the movie more than I expected to. Mm-hmm. I thought I thought we'd barely see any Ben Affleck. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of them in the beginning. Yeah. Um, what else? What else are we going to talk about here? I don't know. I, I feel like it's going to be you know an ignoble end to the Snyderverse. Like it's going to go out with a whimper. Unfortunately, ah, did, it, did it come in with any? I mean, it came in with a lot of marketing, but did you like any Snyderverse movies? No, not really. I legit did not like any of them. I didn't dislike all of them. No, I take that back. I liked, wait, so The Suicide Squad is not really a Snyderverse movie. No, it is. I mean, it's the same Hartley Quinn, so it's, it's, yeah. it's the same, it's the same universe. All right. Um, so the, that, that is a Snyderverse okay. movie. That is the one that I like. Yeah, I, I, most people like that movie more than me. Uh, I don't love that movie. There are parts of like, there are, there are big parts of the first Wonder Woman movie that I think are pretty good. Um, the second one's not that good. They fucking blew it with Spider Man and a uh, Spider Man was they fucking blew it with Superman in a big bad way. Um, this was such a weird run of movies, right? If you think about it, there was one standalone Superman movie. There were no standalone Batman movies, but two Aquaman movies. Wait, there was only one standalone Superman movie? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah, the second one was Superman v. Batman, colon, Dawn of Justice. Huh. And there wasn't another one. What's the one with Zod? That's the first one. No. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. That's the first one. All so, right. There, like, Henry Cavill famously quit the TV show he was on to make the second one and then right. promptly got fired. Fucking A. Fucking A. 
that guy got hosed, man. He, I, I know we've talked about it, but man, he deserves a good Superman movie. Yeah, they just made a bunch of bad movies. I don't know what to say. Yeah, they really did. Like Justice, I, I, I didn't really like either version of Justice League. Um, what were the other ones? We already talked about the first Aquaman. I think that's all of them. Mm-hmm. God, have I seen all the Snyderverse movies? The Wonder, the Wonder Woman movies you've seen. Yeah. The, 19, the 1984 movie we reviewed. Yes. It was not great. That was a bummer. That was Pedro Pascal. That was Pedro Pascal, yeah. Not Oscar Isaac. Can I, I'll say, I'll give you one positive of this movie. I yeah. liked Olderberry. Yeah. I thought I thought Ezra Miller was good as Olderberry. I thought he was too. And he did a surprisingly good job playing off himself. Like, yeah. he had to do that for most of the movie. And that mm. cannot be easy. Uh-uh. And he did a good job with that. That's hard. But Except for the younger Barry. Well, I mean, but he still, the interplay between the two Barrys was still really good. Yeah. Even if I don't like the way he played the younger version. But I won't be sad to not see him again. I didn't like his stupid costume. I didn't like the, I didn't like the way it lit up when he was going to go fast. Uh, yeah. I didn't like the stupid red goggles that flipped down when he was going to run. Like, you didn't like any of that, huh? I didn't like any of that. The only thing I liked was when he... So the Flash famously keeps his suit in a ring. That's like a Flash thing. Okay. And I really like the scene where he's teaching younger self how to do it. And he hits this thing and the suit comes out of the ring and, and, and just falls flat on the ground. You gotta get in it, dude. <laughs> you gotta get in it. And it really just shows how stupid that those suits... Like, not just the Flash. All these superhero movies... Those costumes have to look incredibly stupid when the actor's not wearing them. Right. Because they're all skin tight and stretched out, and like they just have to look so bad when they're not being worn. You know, I was going to ask this question. Maybe this is, I'm going to ask this as appropriately as I can. Um, these costumes make the characters look like superheroes, the men and the women. They all look great. In the yeah. costumes. And I keep wondering, like Henry Cavill, that guy is jacked. I like, yeah. you, don't spent, need, he, you see he it with his shirt need, off, especially in the first movie. He's he doesn't need, yeah, he doesn't need help from the costume. But I don't think Ezra Miller is quite jacked like, jacked like that. I don't know the woman that played um, Kara. I was like, oh my God, like what a body on these people. And I'm like, is this CGI? Is it the suit? That looks like with fake abs etched into the suit. Is it a combo of the two? Are they just ripped? Like, what's the story here? You do see Ezra Miller uh, without their shirt on um, when he's when they're trying to um, get their powers back from the right. It's complicated. When Barry's trying to get his powers back, you see Ezra Miller without their shirt on, and um, it's yes, Ezra Miller does not look did not look jacked. Right. Didn't look super. Doesn't look super jacked in the suit either, um, but I think there's uh, a little the, strategic pattern. The, the suit has some. The suit makes them makes them look like they have abs, right? Yeah, yeah. I think I think I think a lot, if not all, of the suits have some strategic padding to because to make people look like in a way that's just like is literally physically impossible to look. Hmm. Except for Henry Cavill, that's just real. Maybe. This I don't know. A, he's a slab of roast beef. Just I mean, a slab. I mean, in the, the funny thing is, in that first movie, it looks like, it almost looks like Henry Cavill can't even cross his arms. He's so big. 
Like yeah. he, he is like comically big. Yeah. And you know, there was a lot of like hubbaloo about, about how Christopher Reeves put on like 30 pounds of muscle. And Christopher Reeves is a big man. I think he's like six, four, but like, I bet you if you put him next to Henry Cavill, you'd be like, hee hee. Well, it was a different time too. Right. Like, yeah. the, the, right. you know, it was not like, it was definitely not like, Oh, Christopher Reeves is going to be Superman. He's going to spend the next year preparing for the role. It was like, you're going to be Superman in three months. Get ready. Mm-hmm. You know, that kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was it was just different. Well, they wanted him to wear like a bubbly suit. And he's like, no, I will put the I'll get on. ripped. And he yeah. did. Yeah. And yeah. The, thing about, the thing about Superman is like he doesn't have to be huge. Like he's not strong because he has the biggest muscles. Like that's not how it works. Like he, right. he's an alien. His body right. works differently. That's why right. he's strong. Right. And like all the other Kryptonians, like they're not all like huge bodybuilders, which actually would be a really funny way to go. But like they didn't do that. So like he doesn't have to be super ripped. Like that's not how Superman supermans. Yeah. I love seeing Christopher Reeves on film. I did too. Um, always good to see him. Like always. I was, wondering, I was wondering if that was, um, you know, the Luke Skywalker effect or if that was old footage. They say it was old footage, uh, you know, that they composited together, um, which is kind of like, I think that's why you just kind of get him standing there in a very generic way. Right. Um, same thing with Kara. Like they use the old Supergirl, um, the Helen Slater Supergirl. I saw that. Yeah, it was a movie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, always good to see Christopher Reeve Superman. Um, yeah, really like that. All right, let's have some grades on this bitch. Gosh, um, I'm gonna give this movie a two. Uh, I'm gonna give this movie a two because the movie is a one, but Michael Keaton is off, bumps it up a whole number, um, <laughs> to a two. Uh, I'm also a two. Um, I don't know if it's all Michael Keaton. I did re- like, I, look, let's put Ezra Miller's personal life aside and whatever the fuck is happening there. I don't know. But I, I did like older version of The Flash. I do like Ezra Miller's Flash. I liked him in, uh, what was the last, not not Avengers, the last, you know. Justice League? Justice League movie. Um, he, was the th- he was the part of the Justice League that I liked, that movie. Um, okay. Younger, younger. Ezra Miller though, younger Flash, younger Barry. Holy shit, he was so fucking annoying. It made me hate the movie. So many opportunities. This is what I feel about this this um, DC universe. Is like there's there's glimmers. There's these like there's a lane that they could just run up, and it feels clear as a bell. Like, ooh, if you just did that more, uh-huh. this would be a good movie. And it feels like they intentionally are like, mm, no, we're not doing that. Nah. I do. Oh, I do want to bring up Iris too. Somewhat like, I don't. I don't know who the actress who plays Iris is, but like, that actress and Ezra Miller, zero chemistry together. Mm-hmm. Like that is, and that's supposed to be like an electric relationship. And mm. I, I feel like his mom. Yeah. She was sweet. What do you think about the recasting of Dad? I always like Billy Crudup. Yeah. Billy Crudup, not available. Or just chose not to. Uh, they said he was not available. It's Ron Livingston? Yeah. He was fine. I mean, I guess you could, I guess if you really wanted to 
back your way into it, you could make the case that that means this was never the original Snyderverse Flash. Well, there you go. Because it was a different, different uh, dad. Different dad. I forget the dad's name. Yeah, different dad. Henry. Mr. Barry. That's Mr. Barry to you. Please. Dr. Barry was my father. Two out of five. We got no emails to read because Nish isn't here. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't even know how to find emails. So, Do we get so, them? It's, no, What's the e- what is the email address? I don't know. Talk to Podflix. Wait. Talk to right? the hand. Yeah. Talk to Podflix at what? Gmail. Oh, at Gmail. <laughs> Right. I, 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 yeah. Okay. <laughs> Email that. See what happens. Maybe we'll get it. Maybe we won't. 